Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 38 of Joyful Eating. So today we're going to be talking about urges, but I thought I'd start today a bit differently because I just wanted to take some time to say thank you so much for listening to this. I really appreciate you tuning in and, you know, working on helping, you know, to change your relationship with food. It really means a lot to know that you know, people are out there and someone is is paying attention to, to what I'm saying. You listening to this, that's one more person that's having more more lot joy around around food. And I think the more we have that that in the world, the you know better the place the world is going to be. So just wanted to to say thank you. And of course, we need to start with my best bite. <laughs> it's funny because I've been listening to the podcast on when I go for my run, and I actually like because I record usually record these a few weeks in advance. And so then when I'm listening to the podcast, I'm like, oh, that's right, and I could have completely forgot whatever it was that I was talking about. So my best bite that I've had this weekend was um, it's asparagus season at the moment, and my little asparagus patch has like been putting out. It's the best year I've ever had, actually, for asparagus, and there was only enough really for one person. So, um, so I just roasted them in a really hot oven for like, you know, ten minutes, like oven cranked, not even ten minutes, a little bit of oil and salt, and then <laughs> served them with just some um, kale leaves and some um, mayo and pine nuts and poached eggs, and it was the business. And I'd forgotten how much I love like pine nut mayonnaise. It's a an idea I got from it. Sean Moran, who's a chef in Sydney, who's an amazing restaurant in Bondi called um, Sean's Panorama. If you ever happen to be in Bondi, definitely check that out. But yeah, and he 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 makes just it's just like mayonnaise with roasted pine nuts chopped up and stirred through. It's like something I've been doing for years, and it is like the business with asparagus, but it's really good with everything else. And normally I stir them through, but this time I was in a hurry, so I just like had the pine nuts sprinkled on top, and it tasted just as good. Um, and actually, the other thing we did that was really fun was we did a mayonnaise tasting. So I'm always trying to get the, like, we always do lots of like tastings where we like, you know, try different brands of things and see what which one we like best. And it's just a way to get the boy, like I love doing it for me, but it's also a way to like get the boys to explore new flavors. And Fergal's recently been getting into having, um, mayonnaise, like aioli with his chips when he goes out to his uh, restaurant. I was like, oh, this is a good opportunity to introduce him to mayo. So we had a little takeaway container of the restaurant mayo and then some kewpie mayo, which is like a Japanese commercial mayo. And then I'd made my miso mayo and then I had also made just a plain mayo. And so we did did the tasting and Virgil actually, I, I, I liked it as well. My miso mayo was the best, like, and he liked that best as well. So that was very exciting. I'll include the link to the um, miso mayo recipe in the show notes. Okay. But anyway, I digress talking about food. So the plan for today is we're going to be talking about urges. So I'll just talk about the story behind this episode. Then we'll talk about what urges are. And then we'll talk about like what not to do when you have an urge. And then we'll also talk about um, how to handle urges in a way that's actually helpful and then we'll finish it up with a key takeaway. Basically, like the story behind this episode is just in doing my own work around changing my relationship with food and alcohol. And actually at the moment I'm doing some work around my relationship with time and I'm a, the, the same thing is coming up. I really noticed that 
you know, urges are just part of doing the work. Like as humans, we have urges. So um, I just thought it would be great to do a whole episode on them because it's not something that we really think about, but they are a huge part of habit change and behavior change. So that's the story. So what exactly are urges? So basically they're just those little impulses that we have to take action. Like they're just little, those little thoughts of, oh yeah, I need something sweet or whatever it is. So they're like these thoughts that we have. And really like they're just a normal part of having a human brain. Like they're just like, there's nothing wrong with you for having urges. Like that's just how our brains are are wired and it's part of our thought processes. And the other thing with urges is there can be often a huge habitual component to it. So, you know, wine at a regular time, you know, could be like, oh, six o'clock wine, you know, you'll have the urge to drink a glass of wine. They're just a normal part of of being human, basically. But the thing is that we can either use them for good or they can um, distract us and, co- and cause problems. So here's what, what not to do with urges. And often when you're trying to behave, like the first instinct that we have is to try and resist the urge. So we're like pushing it away, pushing the urge away, like, no, I'm not having this urge. Like, you know, if you say you're, you're wanting to stop having you know, chocolate every day, like in your new normal chocolate time for you and you're getting this urge to have chocolate, like you can push it away, push it away. And the problem with resisting is that it's like pushing a beach ball down under under the water. Like it just, when you resist something, it uses a lot of energy to just to push it away. And it generally, like it'll want to come back at you stronger. <laughs> so we don't want to resist because that, does, that doesn't work. And it requires a lot of energy and willpower. And yes, you can do it for a while, but then you know, you'll have a bad day and you're feeling whatever and you don't, your willpower reserves or, or you, the, it's the end of the day and you're really tired. And that's when you'll just like give in because you can't resist forever. So we don't want to try and use willpower resistance to overcome urges. That's not what we don't want to do because it just it's not an effective strategy. So the other thing that people often try to do with urges is distract them. And so, and this can work in the short term, but um, you know, generally the, like when you resist, if you're distracting, like it, the urge just comes back, like it'll find a way. So distraction can work in the short term, but generally it's not a great strategy because it's not a long-term solution. And then the other common mistake that people make with urges is if you're not resisting or distracting is that you give in to the urge. And that, of course, makes the habit more ingrained. And basically, like I think of it like it's like voting for something that you don't want because the more you have a stimulus, like you have this urge to eat something and if you keep giving, the more you give into that, you're just reinforcing that path, that neural pathway in your brain and it's like voting for something that you don't want. Like it's just you're making it harder in the future because this is just becoming more and more of a habit the more you do it. So yeah, so we don't want to resist, we don't want to distract and we don't want to give in. So what's the only what's the other option? Well, it's that you might think there's nothing, but there is something that some another way to approach urges. And so how I handle urges is first of all, like I anticipate, like I expect them to come. And I think that's a big mistake we make when we're trying to change any behavior is that we think, okay, yeah, I'm going to just to do this and I'm going to, it's going to be perfect and I'm not going to have any urges. <laughs> you know, if you decide that you're working on your alcohol and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have two glasses of wine tonight and 
oh, you know, of course it's going to be easy. And this, of course, that's not what happens. <laughs> we we're gonna ha- you're gonna have it like you're gonna be drinking your second glass of wine, and you're gonna have an urge to have some more. And so by anticipating and expecting them to come, it gives you an opportunity to like plan for them mentally, but and know like so you you already yeah have a practiced response just makes it so much easier to handle them if you if you're prepared for something right rather than it just being this constant surprise so we want to anticipate urges so we're going to expect them to come and of course if you anticipate an urge and it doesn't come like you know that's not a problem of course and then what we want to do is when you have an urge you don't like just don't make it mean anything so i think that's another common mistake we make is that that we're trying to like cut back on our drinking and we have this or say we're trying to cut back on coffee, whatever, or sugar, like, you know, having chocolate or chips, whatever it is. And then we have the urge to have it. And then we go, oh, this is so hard. And we go into this like story about, we make it mean that, you know, this is like, you know, I'll I'll never get through through this. I'll never get over this. I'll always struggle with this. It's always going to be this constant battle. Like, you know, we go into this like really, um, you know, negative spiral and we make it make the urge mean all these things, which just gives the urge more power. What we want to do instead is we just, we don't make it mean that we're doomed, basically. What we want to do is we just make it mean that, oh, I'm having an urge. Like, I, I thought this was going to happen. I'm having this urge. And of course, I'm having this urge. Like, you know, this is part of being human. I'm trying to change this behavior. I've got this habit. Like, if you make it like that it's not this big thing, then it isn't <laughs> this big thing. Like, it just makes it so much easier. To, to process the urge. And so then once you've anticipated the urge, hi urge, you know, of course you're here and you, you're not making it mean anything apart from the fact that you're human and you have a human brain. Then what we want to do is just like actually make friends with the urge, which is, I know this sounds a bit crazy, but get into the habit of allowing urges to be there, like just letting them sit with us and be with us without having to take action. So we want to want, want them to just be here, you know, without trying to distract, without trying to push them away and without giving in to them. It's just like you and the urge and you're know, making friends with them. And I, I like to, I think it helps to kind of personify the urge of like, you know, giving it a like little character of like this is, is this little being that's going to sit next to you and it's okay for it to be there like it's not a problem like and you can like hi urge you know of course you're of course you're, you're coming along and then by you being okay with the urge being there and you're not making it mean anything thing it's really weird like you just it's it's okay and that then you'll notice that the urge passes and like you will have moved on to something and you know you haven't given in you'll feel really good and the more times you do that, like you, that you practice this skill of like, oh, I'm having an urge, letting it be there, I'm not making it mean anything, and it's okay for the urge to be there, and then it'll just go away on its own. Like the more you do that, like the easier and easier it's going to get. And that's really the secret to changing like behavior. It's just like getting good and making friends with your urges. And it was funny, I um, was teaching this concept to a while back to some of the people in the, the Naturally Healthy Club, my group coaching program. And um, one of the ladies, she's like, 
you know, she's doing some work around sugar and she particularly loves cookies and like she's having the urge to have cookies. And so I was talking about this personifying. So she actually has this really cute little um, giraffe puppet <laughs> that she um, has for her grandchildren. And so she was like, she decided to call the, the giraffe, give him a new name. And so he was going to be called Urge <laughs> and she was going to put him in the pantry sitting on her cookie jar, <laughs> jar so that when she had the urge to have some cookies, she'd be able to like let, let the giraffe like be there, let that urge be there and have a bit of a laugh at it. So I guess that's the other thing with urges is like the more you can bring humor into it and laugh at yourself about it, like the less heavy it seems and just the easier it is for it just to be there. Like you can have fun. It's a, You're allowed to have fun when you're changing your, your health. <laughs> and then the final thing about handling urges is another useful technique is to use the power of later. So, so rather than um, resisting or distracting or giving in, what you can do is tell yourself like, yes, you know, I do actually want a cookie, but I'm not going to have it now. I'm going to have it later. And then actually plan in, decide when, you know, when will you have this cookie? And and then the great thing about doing that is then you get to enjoy the anticipation of having the cookie. So maybe you decide, yeah, I'm going to be going to the farmer's market and there's an amazing stall there that makes um, these brownie sandwich cookie things, you know, I'm going to have one of those amazing cookies rather than I'm just going to have this random cookie that's, you know, in the lunchroom. So yeah, like you get better quality then, but yeah, using that power of later can help as well. Cause then you, you're not telling the urge never, you're telling the urge, okay, we'll do this at some point in the future. Okay. So that was, that's it on urges today. So the key takeaway for today is is really, um, you know, urges a part of being human and giving up or resisting or distracting doesn't work. So instead, we just want to anticipate them and allow the urge to be there and have some fun with them and not make it mean anything and use the power of later, like schedule something later. But that's really the best way to handle urges. And the great thing is that the more you do this, the more you'll build that confidence with yourself and that trust with yourself. And it just is, becomes this spiral of good. Um, and if you want more help with this, you're welcome to join the Naturally Healthy Club, which is my six-month group coaching program for food lovers working on changing out and improving our relationship with food. We enroll twice a year for that. And for more details, just see the link in the show notes. So hope you found that helpful and I'll catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.